0: everybody is uh, Priscilla, also known as Soul Faith Oracle. Thank you for joining me and welcome to my podcast. And to those who share share and like, um, and those who did share it last week, thank you so much. Today is August 29th and we are doing a mystic Bible study. A mystic Bible study. So let's go ahead and just open in prayer. So God, we just thank you for the wisdom. We thank you for understanding. We thank you that all things are being revealed to us in this season for our learning and for our growth and for our benefit. And we pray all this in the name of the living Christ manifested in this earth by Jesus that we can understand we have prayed. Amen, amen, amen. So, this is a mystic Bible study. Ideally, it's supposed to be every week, and so far it has been. Last week, we talked about what's in a name, and prior to that, we talked about the correspondences of the soul, uh, and prior to that, we also talked about the balanced soul. So, we can consider this teaching a, a soul Revelation, or soul's evolution, or soul's progress, or soul's growth, and so this week we're going to finish up last week's "What's in a Name," and this week we're going to uh, finish up that, and we're going to go into uh, the ind- the individualized awakening process. There's a lot going on in on our landscape, particularly our spiritual landscape of awakening. Uh, the, uh, uh, an awakening of consciousness. An awakening of who you are as a spiritual being having a human experience in the earth. So let's finish up with uh, what's in a name. What's in a name. So last week, we let's recap briefly um, the topic we had last week of what's in a name. Uh, And we discovered that the name that has power, the name uh, of I am that I am, is the unexpressed creative power of divine mind of God waiting to express itself in human form. So Moses was told to tell the children of Israel, I am i am has sent me i am that i am is the greatest it becomes i am and so we learned last week that whatever you put after i am you limit it in some form if i say i am priscilla well i am saying well i am not mary i am not susan i am priscilla so I am, whatever we put after that, we limit, we limit who we are in some form. So I am, the, the great I am. I am. Um, remember that Jesus said that when he walked the earth, my father and I are one, but it is my father that does the work. So in essence, he was saying, I am that I am, is the greatest, but I am, okay? So Jesus was crucified because he knew who he was. And, the, and here's the thing, oftentimes when you start to discover who you are, when you discover, just say, the thy name, when you discover the name, uh, because our collective conscience is so ingrained, for lack of a better word, in bondage, that we're just wretched human beings, that when you start to exercise your awareness of who you are, you will be crucified, you will be uh, ridiculed, you will be um, destroyed or for lack of a better term, okay? So he was crucified uh, despite the erroneous belief. You know, he was, he was crucified uh, for us, but he was crucified... If you go back and read your Bible, he was crucified because he declared himself equal with God. He declared himself equal. As the Christ, he declared himself equal with God. Um, Because God, the way the Pharisees, where the religious system of that time understood him, um, didn't understand the presence, the I am presence in him. And I believe it's Philippians tells us that he thought it was not robbery to be equal with God. So even to this day, people have a great hatred of those who identify ourselves as awakened to the Christ awareness of who we are. So, um, and I think we touched on last week, we're not the ocean, but we are a drop in the ocean. So, throughout history, People have believed they needed a middleman to get to divinity. So your child don't need to... If you have children, and you understand this, you have a perfect example of this. Your children, need they don't need to go to anybody else to get to you. They don't need to go to anybody else to get to you. Um, So let's see my notes here, because I don't want to dwell on this too long. And so in Moses was instructed to tell the people that God dwelt among them and the word of power was in their mouth and in their heart. It does not mean um, that if you know who you are, if you know the the indwelling quite the indwelling Christ within your own self, it don't mean that someone cannot pray for you or give you spiritual help. It means that you can go directly to the throne of grace. It means that you don't have to go and sit in the pew on Sunday and listen to anyone tell you anything. Because you can go directly to the throne of grace yourself. Hebrews 4.16 tells us, Let us therefore go boldly, come boldly to the throne of grace that we may find grace to help in time of need. So, what's in a name? okay and it's not so much what i am mary or i am tom the christed being is born within us the christ the i am presence is within us the christ in you is the hope of glory okay the christ that is with you paul said i i labor for christ to be born within you. So it's not something outside of ourselves that we are to look for. It's that spark of divinity on each one of us, in each one of us, that reveals our individual name. Now, one of the things uh, that I've come to understand in my teaching is that each one of us has a divine name that only divinity, only God, only the Spirit knows. Okay. Only the Spirit knows, and Revelations tells us that that name will be revealed to us. Okay. So how does it become revealed to us? Okay. So we have to seek it out. We have to seek, and you shall find, and knock, and you should the door shall be open to you. Okay. Okay. So so even so, and this is it, my notes that I've collected over the over the week. Um, even so, most will hear these words and their hearts will be hardened due to, the, due to the simplicity of what they are hearing is unacceptable. We have such a superstitious belief of divinity that even when we hear that very simple truth of who we are, that we are spiritual beings in this earth having a human experience, and as such, we have a spark of the divine within us that we consider or is considered the indwelling Christ, liking us on the same platform as Christ Jesus. is unacceptable. It's blasphemy. But the Bible tells us that the wisdom of man is foolishness to God. And so even the wisdom that I've come to understand, and I, although I study this show, my own self-approved, as humans, we will never know and we will never have the full realization because we do not have the capacity to understand because we see through a glass darkly. We don't have that capacity. So to get that understanding is a seeking and a searching process okay so where is so Jesus revealed the Christ not only in who he was but also as the Christ but who you are as the Christ we all have the indwelling spirit of Christ within us and the Holy Spirit is its helper the only way that we can receive the full awareness of the Holy Spirit, it, it, we have to acknowledge us when we're operating. Okay, so let me walk that back. I'm looking at my notes. The only way the Holy Spirit helps, us, helps and acknowledge us is when we, we are operating in capacity, in the capacity of Christ, of the Christ. The name I am is the indwelling Christ in every person. The indwelling Christ is the light that came into the world to light the light of every man. That's in John chapter 1. And so when you do not understand I am, you misunderstand your relationship to God. You misunderstand your relationship to divinity. And as I said last week, even the term God limits, it limits. God actually is because God is something for that we use that I use so I can understand the great I am uh, the ancient of days uh, the most high and even those terms do not fully help us understand uh, the greatness of our infinite creator of our our it does not it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't know justice it only helps us understand The magnitude of who God is. And even that, in our limited understanding, is limited. Okay? So when you do not understand the I am, you misunderstand your relationship with God, with divinity. When you do understand it, your life starts to reflect that understanding your life starts to reflect that understanding. You receive a spiritual awareness. And I say I use spiritual growth and spiritual aware- awareness interchangeably. But um, spiritual growth is a misnomer because the spirit don't need to grow per se. The spirit is already in its fullness. We just... The growth process is our awareness of it. That's where the growth happens on our side of glory. Okay? So you receive a spiritual awareness that you can connect to the abundance, the healing, the joy, for these are your birthright. Okay? So in John, I want to say... Uh, In the book of John, uh, Jesus is saying, I have declared unto them thy name, and will declare it, that the love wherewith thou loved me may, may be in them, and I in them. Thy name, I am, is the secret word of power within every human being. Honoring the name is a way of life. It reveals itself as life instead of a superstitious belief to cling to. Okay? So I'll say that again. Then thy name, Jesus said, I revealed thy name to them. I have declared it unto them. Okay? And so what did Jesus say throughout his ministry? I am the good shepherd. I am the light. I am the life. So we look at that as okay. The man Jesus is, I am. But Jesus was speaking of the Christ that within Him, I am. I am the the shepherd. So where we have believed that it was, it is Jesus because he in the earth, but it's also. The Christ. So we have to discern or determine when Jesus was speaking, was Jesus speaking, or was it the Christ? Were they one and the same? Yes. But when you come to the revelation that Jesus come to or Jesus came to, you will say, I am the way, the truth, and the life. You're not, I'm not saying Priscilla is the way, the truth, and the life. I'm saying that I am the way, the truth, and the life. It's just like when I say, I am the source of my abundance. I am the source of my abundance. I am the source of my happiness. I am the source of my joy. Who is the source of my happiness? Who is the source of my joy? Who is the source of my abundance? I am, okay? So as a Christed being, the Christed being is never sick. It's never stymied by any problem. It's never in lack. You, but you all can you also cannot just do lip service. Your actions must be in accord with what it is that you speak. I can go, I can go around all day saying I am, but if I don't get that down on the inside of me, I'm just talking. You're just talking. Okay. So I think that finishes up what's in a name Uh, and so we have about 45 minutes to go into this um, next teaching of the individual awakening process that most of us go through we're still on a soul journey series Um, and so one of the things that happened in the awakening process um, been my experience uh, it's a it's, a, it's a, like a breaking you know it's a breaking uh it's a traumatic experience that people often go uh, through and they come out on the other side and one of the things I was thinking about the other day is that um, you know a lot of us have a lot of spiritual struggles that manifest in our physical reality and we don't understand that they're they're spiritual some of us eventually do and we do uh, start that long journey, I, I liken it back to our Father's house, because that's what we all are, um, especially when we start to go through that awakening process of our Christ itself. We are the prodigal son in the earth, going back to our Father's house. And I always tell people, even back in my early, um, when, I, when I first started my spiritual journey, the Bible is a map. To shows you how to get back to God. It's a a spiritual book. It's a history book that gives you directions to get back to your father's house. Okay? To get back to uh, where you belong. It is always the soul's desire to get back to the father's house. Okay? So a lot of us who have started a spiritual journey, started in in a lot of pain and discord and toil and struggle. And I was just thinking the other day that a lot of people never make it through that struggle. They never make it through that toil. Uh, There are a lot of beings, a lot of individuals that are stuck. Okay, they are stuck in that place of of, uh, stagnation. They're not growing, and they're not moving, and they're not going. They're not growing, and they're not moving, and they're not excelling, and and they are not evolving. Okay, and for that we need to have uh, grace, and we need to have, and we need to be humble that we're able to. But we also have to hold space for those individuals that if we have, if God gave us the grace to make it through, we can hold space, belief. That they will make it to also. They will make it through, also. Okay. So, as we start on this new teaching, uh, let's talk about mysticism. Okay, mysticism is a pathway of the soul to God realization. Now, one of the things that Jesus spoke about in the New Testament was the Great Work. He said, uh, "Greater works, I, greater works than these." Shall you do? Also, uh, because I go to the Father. Now, one of the things I've come to understand that to me, you have great works have to you have to hold. You know, spiritual things have to be caught. They really cannot be taught. Okay. So when Jesus was in the earth, he carried that Christed vibration in his being. Okay, he carried it, and as a result. It was able to be, I won't say transferred, but it was able to be acknowledged in a, on a spiritual level of how it was to be done. Okay? Oftentimes, I have seen that in order, people have faith, but if they don't have anyone to partner with that faith who has, who, who something has happened in their life that have given that, them that awareness that this is God. This is faith, and this is how it's done. They can't, they can't do it by themselves. Okay, they cannot do it by themselves. So Jesus carried that energy, that vibration in the earth. And so the great. what is the great work? Is it raising the dead? Is it healing the sick? Is it casting out demons? No. Hebrews, they believe, were written by Paul. Those are not the great works. Although those things that we can do, we can do those things. We can raise the dead. We can heal the sick. We can cast out demons. But that's not the great work. The great work is realizing who you are. Expanding beyond this human condition. That is the great work. Realizing that you are not human. You are a spiritual being having having a human experience. So a a true mystic, a saint, um, is one who has attained the goal during his lifetime on this earth. A mystic's understanding of truth is the golden thread that runs through every belief system. In order to see that thread, you first must search for it and seek it out. Okay? And so no one's received without effort. A big part of each individual's awakening and a part of the mystic's journey is finding the light within ourselves. It's finding the light within ourselves. Okay, so what does that light look like? What does it look like? And where is that? Um, the individual awakening process. You know, Paul said, um, he labors, this is Galatians 4.19, he labors until Christ is formed in you. Until Christ is formed in you. Now, if Christ is... Okay, so let me... I tend to move... So let me back this up. So Colossians 1, 27, chapter 1, verse, says Christ in you, the hope of glory. Okay, so if Christ is formed in us as individuals, is it only formed in those who profess the Christian faith? Can it be formed in other individuals who don't follow Christianity? The answer is yes, it is absolutely yes. When you recognize the thread of truth, when you start to recognize the truth, you will see the truth in different aspects of our society, in different religious belief systems in our society. I heard a man once say, I'm a, I'm a man of faith. I'm a woman of faith, and my faith is not limited to how God can express itself in the earth. It's not limited to how it can express itself in the Christian faith, in the Hindu faith, in Buddhist faith, you know, the Catholic, you know, someone said to me once, the very, very profound um, and this was um years ago, I didn't want to go, I had woken up, as they say, or come into some type of awareness. And I didn't want to go to a particular church because God ain't there. God is not there. I'm going, I'm not going to that church, God's not there. And so someone said to me, well, it doesn't matter if God is there or not, because wherever you are, God is. Sometimes we have the mistaken belief that, oh, because God is not there, I can't go. But maybe you need to go so that you can hold a vibration of what God is. If you know that God's on the inside of you and you know that God isn't there, you're limiting God by not going. Just because you're special, and got God on the inside of you. Do you think God want to do the same thing for those people that don't have God there that He want that He did in you? So that was one of the most profound. He didn't say all that. The person didn't say all that, but what he did say was, "Well, if God is not there, God is in you, and so wherever you are, God is." And I was like that. That I was. I was just blown away. So um, I say that to say. The thread of truth of who you are as the first fruit when you, because Jesus was the first fruit of his age, of his time. When you go into a situation or into a church as a f- first fruit that ripens before the rest of the fruit, the other fruit have to look at you and become like it. That's part of the great work too. Okay? Also, so let's continue. There comes a time in a person's life when they begin to question set forms, beliefs, and values set forth by religion. What happens is they start to seek the truth of said religion or belief. And this is what a lot of us have experienced, especially those who are listening to this podcast. We experience one or two things. Either we find a truth that has nothing to do with what we've been taught in this religion, in this religious system and we continue to search for the priceless peril and we'll sell everything until we find it. When we find it, we will continue um, to search for more. Or we are like the seed planted in shallow ground. When the truth comes, when the word comes, we are offended by the word. Because there's a, a certain type of appeal to staying in bondage. And these are those who will argue with you with the debt, to the death and crucify you because you consider yourself God, or you, can, or you have a semblance or know the truth of who divinity is and who you are. And for the latter, there's an intuitive longing for understanding. So you search and find, and every door is open for he who has more will be given. So someone, one of the things early in my walk was I asked for a teacher. And here's the thing about when you request, there's nothing, there's not a prayer prayed that is not answered. Not only do you receive a teacher on this plane, you receive uh, a teacher on the spiritual plane as well. You receive uh, that will That will confirm, like everything you hear will be confirmed and you have a witness to the truth of what you're hearing. You have a witness to the truth uh, of what you're hearing. So every religion exists because they have filled or they feel a need which is best suited for the guidance of a people or race of people. Uh, Judaism was the same. Christian teaching from the Bible is no exception. Religion like the Sabbath are made for man. Man was not made for religion or the Sabbath. So when your consciousness starts to evolve or change, a search for a new one starts to progress. It is the nature of God to know God. It is the nature of the soul to always seek out the higher... um, The higher understandings of God. Because there, you know, here's the thing. There's if from a soul's perspective, and that's what we are in the earth, we're souls. There's nothing that if it is not spiritual in this earth or not have a spiritual component for soul awareness, it does not help us. Okay, so at some point. And in, I won't do it today, but I'm just going to touch on it. At some point, we're going to talk about the chakras and how they connect to our understanding and our awareness for our soul evolutionary process. Um, we need to understand them. We need to learn about them because they're all... Uh, the 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 chakra uh, is all... of The chakras, which are energy centers, are uh, throughout the Bible. They are hidden throughout the Bible. So we're going to talk about that at some point. We won't today, okay? So to know the soul is always searching. Um, it is the nature of God. It is the nature of the soul to always seek to know God. Okay? So mystically, when you become aware, you start to understand the laws of divinity and the unlimiting essence of it. The mind of man is always adapting is always growing to expand from within outward. So remember what Jesus said: It's not what goes into a man that makes him unclean; it is what comes out. So whatever you put in, the mind—the mind of man—is always adapting and always uh, expanding from within outwards. So what you know, and you—and I said this last week. You can always—no, I didn't say it here last week. You can always determine um, where a person is, especially those who use the word of God to condemn and judge, because you can take that very word that they use and determine where <clears throat> where they are in their soul's evolutionary process. The word of God is sharper than any uh, two-edged sword, able to divide asunder and determine the uh, the spirit from the soul. And determine the intents of the heart. Okay, so whatever word, if I'm not using the word of God or what we understand as the word of God to promote growth, spiritual freedom, and understanding, if I'm you know, if I use it any other way, there's something about me that needs to be questioned. There's something about there's something that you need to discern. Based on the words that I use, how accurate and where I am in my own soul growth or soul awareness or conscious awareness. Okay, so um, let's get back to the the mind of man is always it. So when the soul starts to grow. So when the soul starts to grow and have an awareness of who it is and who Christ is within it, it becomes the first fruits of its age. And so, what it, when we see first fruits, and I'm still talking about spiritual awakening, individual awakening, the first fruits are the fruits that ripen on the vine, an awakening process. Exodus 23:19 and Numbers 18:13 talks to us as where we first hear about first fruits. Okay? And so in Exodus is 2319A it says the best of the first fruits of your ground you shall bring into the house of God. And now remember in Moses, we hear this in Hebrews also that Moses that God told Moses to look at the pattern. So everything in here, everything in the earth has a pattern that's duplicated, well, that is duplicated in the earth as it is in the spirit. Okay? So Numbers 18.13 says, The first ripe fruit of all that is in the land, everyone who is clean shall eat of it. Everyone who is clean shall eat of it. That doesn't mean that everybody's dirty. No. But it, all, but it, it does mean that you have to have an inclination. You have to have a desire to want to eat of it. Okay? The waking consciousness... To who they are in Christ is the first fruit. You may be the first fruit of of your family. You may be the first fruit of of of, of your friends, of your group. Okay. So an awakened soul is like a lamp or a firebrand, and that's one of the things that um, years ago I didn't I I didn't understand it fully then, and I may not still have a full understanding. Of it, which is the way of spirit. We know that visions and words that God give us, that Spirit gives us, is forever speaking, is forever revealing um, more to us. Okay, so it just it just not okay. So if you get a word, okay, so years ago I had a vision where I saw um angels come down, you know, angels like landing, you know, just Lighting unto the ground, uh, the full uh, with the, the the wings and everything, and there was a fire going. Okay, and a, a, you know if you have the vision of a campfire, and there were the fire, a firebrand is a piece of wood that, that you use to light other fires with. Okay, and I saw that being lit all across the earth. I saw that being lit. All I saw this firebrand being taken and lit here and lit there. Now at the time that I had that vision, I didn't understand what I was seeing. You know, because why would angels be setting the earth on fire? But as I've grown, and that's and that's just my realization as I understand it now. Okay? As I understand it now. But an awakened soul is like a lamp or a fire, Brian, or a leavening for awakening many other souls after the first fruit ripens. It carries an energy for other first fruit. Even so, when a person's spiritual awareness and fruition is an individual process and progress, Oftentimes, when Christ is born in each of us, it is a traumatic process. It's a traumatic experience. A lot of times, we just we 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 think we're being attacked. We think we're we're going through our own struggles, and all those things are true. Because when you are awakening to something that you are never have experienced before, it's frightening. So it is always the cry of the soul to go back to the Father's house, no matter where it is or condition it is in, in the earth. It is often the current condition, a result of our own previous actions. And although the soul's awakening process has expanded many ages, some have labored in the vineyard for many ages And some have entered at the 10th hour of the day. And both receive the same wages at the end of the day. Soul growth, soul awakening, soul awareness. God realization, the great work is the reward. So to each age... A divine message is given by the creator. The truth is proclaimed by the great mystics, the saints, the sages, the prophets, the Christed being. To those who proclaim Jesus Christ was God, he was and he is. But so are you, so am I, so was Abraham, and so was the prophets of old. In the Bible. Well, they say, well, that don't sound right. Jesus Christ is God. Jesus Christ was the son of God. And he is, and he was. He was, and he is. So are you, so am I. So someone asked me once, they said, I told them, I said, you know, they were talking, they were saying they were, they were having, they were being demonically attacked. And I said, you know, ain't nobody, you know, demons attacking Jesus, And they were like, well, you know, I so I so, and I asked them. I said, so, why is that? Why do you think there's no demons attacking Jesus? Because you know, sometimes we get so caught up in, 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 uh, the, you know, the demonic, and, and, oh my God, the demons are attacking me, and, and you know, that's another teaching in itself. But I asked. I said, hey, you know, if, if uh, there's no demons attacking Jesus, why, why do you think that is? And they told me, they said, well, you know, Jesus is the son of God. And I said, well, who are you? Who are you? So to those who proclaim Jesus was God, and he was and he is, but so are you. And so where is that in the Bible? Where is that in the Bible? So um, John 8 chapter 56 Jesus having a discord with the Pharisee with the religious sect of his time said that Abraham and you know Abraham rejoiced to see my day and he saw it and was glad same spirit of faith 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 13 and one that I really love that really 1 Peter 1 11 the Spirit of Christ, which was in them, he's talking about the old he's talking about the prophets of the Old Testament, signified and testified beforehand the suffering of Christ and the glory that would follow. So, Christ born in you, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Uh, that was the message that Jesus came to teach. came into this earth for that was his message that he came and this is i heard a a teacher say years ago this is what the phone company don't want you to know that jesus came he didn't came he didn't come back to save this flesh this suitcase he came to save your soul he came to help you understand who you are in this earth as a soul being as a spiritual being having a human experience. I did a teaching a few weeks ago about the difference between the soul and the spirit. It's not on this podcast, and I may have to redo it because it's fairly, fairly, fairly long. This is the end of this week's teaching. Um, thank you for joining me. I want you to share the podcast uh, I want you to follow the podcast. Uh, my name is Priscilla. I'm also a Soul Faith Oracle. Um, a lot of things in this earth, in my teaching, I speak from a soul's perspective of where we where we're going. Okay, because. It's time for us to know all those things or all these things. So this is the end of this teaching for this week. I haven't decided next week what I will teach on, uh, but it will relate to the soul's purpose. As I continue with this mystic teaching, and what I'm doing now is just laying a foundation to help us get an understanding uh, of the Bible from a soul's mystic perspective. Now when I say mystic, I don't mean something that's magical and I mean, I'm I'm focusing on the inner teachings more so than the outer teachings. Okay. So the outer teachings really were parables that Jesus said, "I, I, I tell you what's going on, but I speak to them in parables because here's the reason why that happened. Because Most are not ready to receive the inner truths of spirit. They are not ready to receive it. Uh, The Bible says uh, man cannot receive the spiritual things of God because the carnal mind, the carnal mind cannot receive the spiritual things of God because they are spiritually discerned. So, I'm going to go ahead and uh, pray out now so God I just thank you I thank you for the word that has gone forth I thank you that you bringing into our awareness all that this within the sound of my voice that we are the first fruit we are the first fruit that is to reveal uh, the promises the truths to benefit us, to help us, to lead us, to guide us, to show us the way, to be a light on our path and a lamp unto our feet. So let those who hear this uh, teaching reveal more, oh God, reveal more revelation, give them more truth, even beyond my own understanding. Light the lamp candle light other candles that they may come to the full awareness of who you are and who we are in you I pray this in the name of the living Christ manifesting in the ways that we understand through Jesus I have prayed amen amen and amen have a good day people bless you. Be blessed, be balanced, and be healed. Amen. Good day. Bye-bye.